It's your boy, Natty Free. I'm going to welcome you all back to the Heckin' Dangerous Podcast. This is episode 54. As always, I want to thank you all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff you do. We enjoy a really, really great podcast. Um, man, as I was about to lay down, uh, get some rest, the Holy Spirit just wanted me to share a couple things that um, he has been um, attempting to get through to me um, this week. And I feel like just in life in general, but I'll focus on um, this week. Um, So something that I have learned that's being brought to my attention is that... um, God is very intentional. Um, There is no wasted. um, He doesn't waste, right? Like everything that we go through, everything that you see, that you experience is for a purpose. Um, There's so many times in life where, as Tony Evans says it, I try to give God advice or I try to fix or I tried to attempt to fix what I think that God got wrong. Um, you know, I think about um, my job and I think about how there are certain set shifts at my job. You have a 6 to 2.30, you have an 8 to 4.30, you have a 10.30 to 7, you have a 2 to 10.30, you have a 3 to 11.30, you have a 6 to 2.30, 6 p.m. to 2.30 in the morning. Um, there's, there's these particular shifts that are set, and you can either work Tuesday to Saturday, or you can work Saturday to Thursday, or you can work Sunday to Thursday. And so um, these certain things have their purposes, right? Like, I remember when I first got there, I was like, man, like, I wish they had a shift that um, was perfect for my availability, my times. But what I realized is that this company, they have looked at their operation and they have set these days and these shifts in place to cover the operation. And as I see it play out, you know, four months into the company, I get it right. And so I think about how God works the same way where I think about the people that I've met. I think about the relationships that I've been a part of. I think about the jobs that I've had. I think about just um, everything. I think about um, the the, the deaths that have happened in my life, the particular people. Um, I think about just everything and how it all has this purpose, this meaning, and its place, right? And so what I'm realizing is that... um, These circumstances, these things are all for his will and that and for his glory, right? So I think about, you know, there was this individual, I remember hearing this individual talk about how they were gonna they wanted to change their shift to a later shift. And I remember being so excited, like, yes, this person's gonna move to a later shift. I only see them for 30 minutes a day, I want to deal with them for that long. But <laughs> that has yet to happen. Right. And so, um, as time has went on, 
there's been very unique, very interesting interactions I've had with this person where I could tell that God set that up, right? And so um, I'm trying to get to a space where I'm not simply thinking about my needs, my circumstances, because as humans, we're curved towards ourselves. We're selfish, uh, whether whether we're arrogant, whether we think about self-pity, everything is about us, right? Everything's about us. Even, you know, um, the what was me person, it's still about you because you're what was me. It's all about you, right? It just looks different. <clears throat> so what I'm learning is, is that all these things have a purpose and that they equip us for what's ahead because God knows what's ahead. You know, like you think about parenthood, um, recently with Jackson, um, you know, I tried to, um, encourage him to do more laborious things. Um, you know, cleaning, cleaning up, you know, cleaning up, uh, after self, um, you know, just, just more laborious projects because, um, there's going to be a time where he's going to need to take pride in and um, take care of stuff. Right now, he's six. Um, when I was six years old, I wasn't thinking long term about um, taking care of things. I'm six. Stuff comes. I don't I don't see the hours that my parents put in. I don't see, um, you know, those long, tiring days. I don't I don't see that. I just see the stuff. So as, as, as parents, we have a whole different outlook on their stuff because we know the grind that it took to get that stuff. We understand the exact dollar amount that it takes to replace these things. And so, you know, I've been wanting to instill these things. And then, um, you know, another thing that we're doing um, is that we are the homie DJ Boo um, he sp- he went for Christmas. He's trying to sponsor, I believe it's 50 children for Christmas. And he's um, been trying to get people to um, just buy one present. And it'll go towards uh, one of these 50 kids to uh, for Christmas, right? And so um, I wanted him to join me because I, I want him to understand to uh, what it looks like to love others as yourself, to have this humility to understand that everything you have is not a given, right? But I'm thinking because I'm 30 and he's only six, I think that I know what's ahead, right? We think we know as parents, right? But we don't know what our kids are going to turn out to be. We don't know what the path is, but we can only predict, right? We can only prepare them to the best of our ability. God, he knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows Who's going to, he knows when you're going to die. He knows when you're going to, you know, when you're, whatever, whatever you go through, he knows when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And so all these little small mundane things in our life are preparing us. I think about um, just the conversations I have with people, the uh, working with the, with the unhoused population and how, it gave me so much more humility, um, how it really changed my perspective on how I uh, approach people. It gave me so much more gratitude for such small things, you know, for running water, 
I thank God every day my car start. You know, there used to be a time where I would just get in my car and take off. You know, um, you send a text and you don't even think about it. You just send it because it already happens, right? And so I'm learning um, to understand that God is very intentional. God just doesn't. He's not just random. He's not just having things happen. I think about, I, I reflect on things that happened to me as a teenager. I reflect on things that happened to me in my early 20s. I, I reflect on things that happened to me two th- two years ago, three three years ago, one month ago, one week ago, and how it equips me for something that I come across, whether it's a difficult person uh, whether it's um, you know, you know, uh, my relationship, whether it's fatherhood, um, you know, just anything, how all these things I've went through have prepared me, you know, and so um, I just want people to know that you know sometimes we could be angry, we could question God, but. We must remember, like, he's a good father and that he knows exactly. Once again, <laughs> like, I, I, like people talk to me about parenthood at work. They're like, and the people who don't have kids are always like, man, I admire parents so much. I admire parents and I could never do it. And I tell them, man, we just be guessing. Like, true, like, you don't, like, you don't know you have an idea and you could go based off of your experience and what you've been through, but you truly don't know. Like, I truly don't know what life will look like for Jaden and Jackson. I don't know if I'll be there. I don't know if Leash will be there. I can only go based off of my experience as a boy, uh, my experience, and go from that, right? And whatever I've picked up along the way, but I truly don't know. I could be preparing. I think about when I was a kid and how, um, you know, my dad, he raised me to be a basketball player. That never happened. Right. <laughs> and so um, a little side note, what I'm trying to remember as a parent is that I need to lead my son and and, and, and guide him to God first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? That's what I need to be, pre- uh, uh, be preparing him for, right? But um, I just want people to know that don't take what you're going through or where you at for granted. There were so many times, so many jobs I had. There were so many times of walking in the rain, so many times of riding the bus where I'd be discouraged, like, man, this is my life. I'm going to be a loser forever. There were so many times where I just wanted to be over, like, God, just give me a car. Just just, just stop this. Just end this. There's been so many times, even with like this job, where I'm just like, God, I'm tired of this probation period. Just end it. Just end it. I, I've, I've, I've done my part. But I have to understand that it's taking its time for a reason. There are things that God is working that God is is preparing me for. And so um, I just encourage you to um, begin to pivot, you know. Um, I'll say this. 
Um, I'll say this. Things won't stop happening because your perspective change, but your response will begin to be different, right? Like, your response will be different, right? Like, there were times before where I had difficult coworkers or I had difficulties in relationships and my initial reaction would be to run from difficulty in relationships. My, 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 my initial reaction would be to self-sabotage, would be to um, pick apart that person and, and find reasons why this won't work as opposed to working through it, as opposed to growing through it. But now, as I've gotten older and as a believer, I understand that difficulties in relationships are a time to extend grace. That difficulties in relationships also self-examine myself based on how I respond. And I don't always say my, my initial thought, but I'm able to self-examine myself by the thoughts down my head, by the by my my true first reaction that I want to do, I'm able to examine myself and what's in my heart, right? What's in my heart. And so um I'll go into another day about heart and head. But but what I, but what I will say is that your perspective on things changes your response. You can't stop nothing. You can't stop nothing. You know, you you could you could get an umbrella, um, you could get a peacoat, you could do whatever, but it's still gonna be cold and raining outside, right? Like you could do whatever, but your pers- but your response would be so different. Like my response to certain things are so different now because of my perspective on things. I don't, I don't, um, I understand that. Um, in times and relationships that when a partner may be snapping on you or whatever, that they ain't got nothing to do with you. That's the internal thing with that person, right? Where um, it's, it's hard sometimes because it's triggering and it can be personal. You, you could be taken personal, but that perspective, but just that slight change of perspective it changes how the whole circumstance, how the whole situation goes. Now it's not two people popping off and yelling. It's not me going into defense mode or me um, running. It's me being patient, me taming my tongue, me being calm in that situation, and ultimately making sure that I am going into prayer for my partner, right? But it doesn't, but that doesn't stop whatever it is, right? Like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But that perspective can stop things from escalating. That perspective can stop that, that, uh, that inclination to want to run, you know, flee, you know, go into flight mode. Right. But, um, I've been going there for a long time, but yeah, I, I just, I just want to share with everyone that, um, everything's intentional. I think about the shift that I work. 
um, and just the people that I interact with on my particular shift, the, the, the different places, the different situations that come about because of the shift that I'm on. Personally, I would love to work an earlier shift, get off of work earlier, but God has me that shift for a reason. I think about how, you know, I go to work at 1030, but I have to be up at 630 every morning. And then from nine, from about 850 to 1030, there's this big gap of just open time and how that time, you know, it's like we make so many excuses. Oh, I'm so tired. I don't have any time. And God is like, I've carved out a 90 minute window for you to spend time with me. Right. And um, it's just crazy. Right. But everything is intentional and he will be glorified through every single thing. Um, My second point is escaping me. If it comes back to me before the end of this recording, um, I will touch on it. But yeah, you know, um, I just want to encourage people um, just to um, understand Everything has its purpose. Um, you know, <laughs> I think about, you know, when I was doing say so, the people that I was, the people that I um, had signed up for say so were people that I met in very strange opportun- opportunities. I met the DJ through a podcast uh, that that didn't work, that wasn't successful, and you know, but I met him. Um, I met Jackie through an Instagram post where I was supposed to do a show and she took me off the flyer and placed me with somebody else. Um, there were all these, just these different people that I had come across in very different, unique situations, but God used, God used a failed podcast and meeting, um, Tim to later down the road, glorify him, DJing, uh, both say so, you know what I'm saying? Like, Everything is so intentional. He gets the glory in the end of it. You know what I'm saying? He gets the glory. Um, So, yeah, if you're going through anything, you know, I'm not saying uh, to act like nothing's going on or to ignore the reality, the gravity of what's going on. But I will say understanding, having a better understanding of what's going on um, or maybe just having a different perspective on what's going on does wonders. I think about when I didn't have a car and um, how much weight I was losing from all that walking, all that biking, how much healthier I was. I think about um, just the relationships, the more time I spent with people. You know, back when I was walking, back when I was catching the bus and stuff like that, I spent more time at people's homes because it was like, I, I walked all the way here. I'm going to kick it with you. you. You feel me? Like, I used to ride in more people's cars. I used to spend more time with people. Um, you know, I, I used to, you know, just enjoy the small things in life more. You know, I discovered more stuff from walking and biking. Um, you know, I, I remember walking with the homies and just, you know, bus rides with them. And just the convert. There's so many people that once I got my car... 
I just didn't see them as much, right? But those times were so valuable. You know, I, I remember, you know, walking to Safeway with Ficey and I and like now driving there, I remember just being in the store and just my eye and just tearing up, just thinking about those times I used to spend with Ficey and just how much fun we would have, you know, just taking random trips to the store, getting, you know, Mike and Ike's or, you know, getting a, a bottle of water or, you know what I'm saying, or walking to get uh, Papa Murphy's pizza, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we, we have food stamps or just whatever, you know, and just how precious those times were and how times like those make me grateful. You know, I think about how the Apostle Paul talks about, you know, he's had times of great abundance and then great times of, I forget uh, what he said, the other side, but, you know, not being of abundant. And it's just pure gratitude, pure humility. You know what I'm saying? Um, think, you know, there's things that I'd be thinking about that people would be thinking to be thankful for because I was without, I was without, you know, um, I was without. There's things that, like, I see people, like, encounter where I'm like, that was my life at one point, you know what I'm saying? And it just makes me that much more grateful. So um, I hope that um, that can be helpful for, for someone. And um, I just hope that those uh, hard times that you go through in life bring you closer to him, you know? Um, but yeah, that's enough of that that tangent. Um, the second point is escaping me that I had. But um, man, just all in all, man, guys just been so good in my life, you know, um, I think that so often we have, a um, preconceived notions or what things should look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember people laughing at, at my car at church. I remember people, um, looking down on, on the jobs that I took, but I truly delighted in that stuff. You know, I used to love, working for 12 bucks an hour and, um, delivering, um, you know, deliver, uh, delivering, you know, Kate, uh, doing, doing delivery for catering, um, setting up people's lunches, the people I would meet, the free food that I got, um, riding around the work van. Um, you know, it was cool getting free minestrone every day. Like it was really dope. It was really dope. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I just think, you know, it's like from the outside looking in, it's like, man, his life is terrible. Man, he ain't got nothing. But I truly have what matters. And I think that's like what God has done. And I think that's where I'm praying for God to work on my heart is that I get so frustrated because God has broken me down and he's shown me what really matters. And it's like I'm in this world where it's like the stuff that doesn't matter is what people spend so much energy and time on and i'm like we gonna die and we're gonna miss out on the stuff that really matters we're gonna miss out on truly enjoying truly experiencing god because we're worried about paychecks because we're worried about he say she say we're worried about um just just stuff that don't matter man like stuff that really don't matter that's so small in the grand scheme of things you know what i'm saying and so I'm just praying and I need prayer 
on that, on just working my heart and being more understanding and more patient, you know what I'm saying? And letting God work through other people. And that's a big thing that I've had to learn is that God is working. God, God is working in everyone's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because that may not be your problem no more, or you may be secure in that space. Um, there was once a time where you weren't like that. There was once a time where I was quick to anger. There once was a time where I, I didn't know to bite my tongue. There once was a time where um, it just was a different time. And so I can understand um, those who deal with something like that, you know, how and, and, and not having that spiritual maturity yet to, to express yourself, to control yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like when I used to lash out, it's because I couldn't control myself. It's because I, the, it was so much going on and all I knew was to respond in anger. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, God just been so good, man. But, um, go back to my original point. <laughs> um, that's why social media is so like lame to me because it's kind of up for interpretation, which is, I guess, cool. But like, I'm so mindful of what I post on social media because I could, I could post my car being, to I could post my car being totaled and people would just go straight into prayers for you. Oh man, that sucks. Who did this? Are you okay? And I could post in there. Thank you. And I could, in, in my mind, I may be thinking about, thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for, for, um, sparing my life. You know, so I can be thinking, I could be praying for, like, I remember when I got hit, um, last year when someone hit me from behind at a stoplight, um, the person, the first person I called, they were like, cause it was a hit and run. Right. And the person was like, can we pray for that person as well? Cause there's something going on in that person's life, something going on in that person's heart where they couldn't stop and stay on the scene to check on you. They had to flee the scene and escape. There's something going on in that person's life and that person's heart. And that really impacted me. I, I stopped thinking about myself and I started thinking like, man, I do need to pray for that person. And so, so this is, man, anyways, I wish I could just do this podcast every day, all day and just talk about God and just the things that he's um, given me. Cause I know, you know, I know I'm going to die one day and I just want to be able to share for it, for it to be out there with God. Has, God has given me so much in his brain, in his heart, and I want to share. But anywho, um, back to my original point once again. Um, God is good all the time. It's not just a saying. He truly is good. Like, if you really think about God, man, I'm telling you, like, like focusing my thoughts and my heart on God is what keeps me. It's what got me through, you know, that fire. It's what got me through everything, through, the, through um, you know, being laid off. Everything is because my heart and my thoughts are focused on him. 
not myself, not my circumstances. That's depressing. That's depressing. If I thought about myself, my circumstances, I'm stuck in a sinful place. Even if even if I do have a bunch of money, even if I do have the perfect marriage, the perfect kids, I'm still suck I'm still stuck in a sinful place. There's still people dying every day. There's still things that, you know what I'm saying? And so just focusing my thoughts and my heart on him has changed everything, you know? And like in a real authentic way, not like being dismissive or, you know, being naive, but really focusing. Like I I I understand, you know, what happened in that fire and everything like that. But focusing my thoughts on him is what, you know, got me through everything, man. And so, um, man, God's just so good, you know, and you can't always tell, you know, because I'm not here flaunting because I'm not, I'm not here. It's like, God is good. God's been good through everything, man. And, you know, I get it. I get it. Like I'm a human too. I totally get it. I promise you, I get it. You know, the inconveniences of life, blah, 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 all that stuff. But God is so good. Like, you know, <laughs> sometimes I thank God that I have, sometimes I look, I look at it and I thank God that I have a job to be tired from. I thank God um, that I have, you know, a home to complain about. Like, um, because everything's a glorify him. Like, I remember having to sit down and someone told me how they used to go to a prison and they used to talk to inmates. And they were saying how one of the inmates was told him that he thanked God for his life sentence because of what has stopped him from doing further damage and how he's able to disciple to people in one of the places where we need, where people need discipleship, where people need hope, where people need faith the most. And, you know, in the, in times of incarceration, true incarceration, physical incarceration, mental incarceration, right? But his, oh, that's a crazy perspective. But that's because his heart and his mind is set on Christ and he's being used by him in great ways. And he sees Christ being glorified through his life sentence. Without his life sentence, you know, there's no telling what he'd be doing out in these streets. Without his life sentence, I mean, think about all the people that he's touched that probably come and go in and out that prison. Someone who's probably sitting there for a month or two and him being able to disciple to that person or disciple to other people who may be doing life sentences or long term sentences. I think about that football player and just like what if he got to come across that dude and that man was able to touch that young man's heart? You know what I'm saying? There's, it's just it's, it's it's bigger than just this stuff, man. And sometimes I lose my mind because it's bigger than cars, money, all this stuff. Like it's bigger than all stuff. And we get so like caught up in as humans and I get so frustrated, right? But man, God is so good. Like God is so good. He is so, 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 so good, you know. Um He's just so good. There's so many jobs that I used to regret not taking. And I think about 
if I took those jobs in different cities, different states or whatever, I wouldn't have went to city church, wouldn't have met my fiance. Um, I wouldn't have went through so many different things. I probably don't know Paul, Cyrus, Matt, um, all these different things don't fall into place. All these different experiences that I had, um, the different pouring in I was able to have, whether it was Robert Parker, um, Cliff, uh, whether it's um, Catherine, um, um, uh, Kiana, just the different people that I've come across, Nate, um, in, in that time, in this time, all that stuff couldn't have happened without God um, blocking me from those other opportunities. Like, God is so good. Like, you know, I remember, <laughs> uh, she's she's going to kill me for saying this, but I remember one time um, Felicia looked at me and she was like, I know I ain't supposed to say this, but I'm so glad that your ex blew it, that your ex dropped a ball and that it didn't work out between y'all. And it's like, that's exactly what I mean. Like, God is so good. Not only did he um, block those relationships that we were trying to make ourselves, but he also made us better through those through those struggles, through those um, hard times, in those relationships. You know what I'm saying? It makes you more grateful for the small things that your partner does when they say thank you or they give you a compliment or just little small things. Because you didn't have that in your previous relationship, right? And so God is so good. God is so good. Like, he's so good. He's so, 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 so good. And, man, I'm just rambling. But I really do. That's like my thing. Like, I really do get so angry because it's like. It's like. It's like there's these. There's so much more. Like, there's so much more. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more. It's like, it's like Jesus is coming down saying, what restaurant you want to go to? And everybody's like, Burger King, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Subway. Those are fine establishments. But he said you could pick any place. And we just like settling. We just settling. And we thinking that's, and like, it's like, that's, we're settling, right? Like we're selling. And we're like, hmm, ain't nothing wrong with a whopper. Ain't nothing wrong with a whopper. But there's so much more that we can experience. So much goodness. Like we don't have to wait to get to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like we can experience him now. We experience him now. Like on a different level. I think about just um different scenarios in my relationship where um I have to dig deep and and um, give mercy, give grace. I have to dig deep and be selfless. In times where I want to think about myself, times where I want to do me, I have to dig deep and sacrifice. And, you know, for those of you who who know, you know, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, taking on those three has taught me so much about God and showed me how much of him is in me because there's things that I do in our family, in our household, in our home that 
I can't do on my own strength. That's God that I have to dig deep into. I have to come to God and say, God, Holy Spirit, help me. I don't have the strength to be patient this moment. I don't have the strength. I don't have it in me. But I know that you do, that you can strengthen me. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, God is just so good, man. I'm God is so good, man. He's so good. And I just look forward to uh, him leading us into this new space of ministry, right? Um, I don't know what it, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm trusting him, and I really do want to share Jesus with people. You know, so I really do want to want to advocate for him. I want to, you know, like so many people are so afraid of being the the Jesus freak, of being the God freak. Like everyone wants to be so cool. They want to blame them like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, look, I like God, but I, I like I like to turn up to future. I like God. Man, look, I love God. Hard stop. That's it. I don't care if that's a bad thing, if that's not cool. You know, if I'm the one who's posting sermons and I'm the one you get my car and playing worship music, I don't care, man. Like I'm not afraid and I really want to share that with people, you know, whether that gets me rejection, whether that gets, you know, whatever, whatever that comes with that, I'm fine with that. But I really do want to share, you know what I'm saying? When I used to smoke weed, man, I have my boys come through and, and if, if, if some had me lit the night before, oh, I'm on. I'm showing everybody, hey, bro, you need to hit this, this right here, you know. If there was a if there was a girl and you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, she was uh how do I put this delicately. If there was a girl who um was very talented, very um good at certain things, the homies was was man, hey bro, you might wanna blah 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 blah, old girl do this and that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I remember trying new restaurants i remember when i first found taylor's taylor burger and i remember going to loomis like taking taking kennel to loomis like bro we about to drive 40 minutes because you need to try these milkshakes you need to try this burger and i want to have that same zeal times five for jesus man like this is what it is like what people see in me is 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 the holy spirit i'm a sinner I'm I'm trash. I'm garbage. I'm no good. But what you see, like everything you see that that that's attractive, that's appealing, that catches your eye, that makes you listen to his podcast, makes you listen to my music, makes you like my post, that's the Holy Spirit. I'm done. I love y'all, man. Um, we keep y'all posted on our endeavors towards ministry. Um as we get more details from Christ, uh, we will share it. But um, please keep us in prayer as we go, as we grow into this um, engagement season. Um, we're getting married April 9th, 2022. And so um, it's a journey. Um, but we got to take care of business in the now. November 5th. 2021, 11.05 p.m. Pacific time. I need to be taking care of business now because if I ain't taking care of business now, 
April 9th, 2022, ain't gonna mean Deadly Squad. You feel me? Anywho, man, I love y'all. I love God. And man, I just really want to share him with y'all. I really want to connect with you all. I really want to grow in the faith with you all. I really want to lead you to the man who has changed everything for me, for my family, and for millions of other people, man. So um, I thank you all for listening to the podcast. I love you all so, so much. I don't know what song I'm going to play. Actually, I do have a song in mind. Um, So between now and the end of next year, I got 16 new songs I want to roll out to y'all. And this song I'm about to sneak up for y'all, just for y'all, is one of the 16 songs. I'm going to give y'all a sneak preview. I don't even think Felicia's heard this song yet. Um, I mean, I love y'all. Um, if y'all need any prayer requests, please reach out to me. Um, man, I'm up out of here, man. Yee-hee! Na-na-na-na. I made myself Soon I will find out I cannot change myself Rehashing memories I sit back and I blame myself Man, I hate myself Live from proof I ain't myself Man, I need a savior Something that will hit Harder than these shrooms So much clutter in my life First I need to make room Die to myself So, so many lies To my own self Lord, come and heal me Lord, come and feel me You are all that I need I try sex, I try rum, I try weed, lo you all that I need, lo you all that I need, lo you all that I need, the only one that can set me free, set me free, set me free, set me free, I'm a bird, I spread my wings, for the king, for the king, for the king, I do not need nothing, just him, just him, just him, just him. You all I need. I tried the alcohol, the sex, and the weed. Tried the money, tried success, tried everything, but it was less. Ain't nothing like you. Ain't nothing like you. I tried to change myself. Name myself. Soon I find out that I ain't myself. I thought I made myself, but I didn't. Who am I kidding? That ain't living. I was surviving. I wasn't thriving. I was hiding. I was riding. Windows up with the tent. Two months late. 